What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. The Celtics have been listed as the betting favorites to sign Nikola Vucevic? We're going to talk about it, break it down. Plus, we're going to talk about Bradley Bill potentially being on the move and something he may be moved even before the NBA draft. So we're going to talk about that. Plus, still get into our draft prospects. This time, we're going to be covering G.G. Jackson. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host here, Hayes. You guys can follow the show right off the top at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform. Trying to get that TikTok popping as well. So be expecting me to post a little clips there, uh, maybe have some fun over there. But with, with that being said, let's get into the topics for today. It's slow. It's slow going, right? It's going to be a lot of weird rumors right now. You know, we had the Bradley Bill news, which we'll talk about here in a second. But the Chicago Bulls, who we've talked about just how important it is to re-sign Nikola Vucevic and how that is kind of, not kind of, that is the first step in this offseason for the Chicago Bulls by many estimations. But Bet Online actually listed the Celtics as being the most likely destination for Nikola Vucevic. And in looking at this, I guess I understand looking at like the fit and stuff like that. But listen, I, I, it's so like, th- this is, this is always one of the most interesting times as a sports fan, especially a NBA fan, because that little period between the finals ending and the NBA draft, shit just gets crazy. And I think more importantly, like the, the fact that the NBA has condensed the off season, like we got the draft on the 22nd, Free agency officially opens on the 30th. Then teams can officially start signing players to deal, I think, on the 7th. So, like, it being condensed, you're just going to get a lot of rumors in a condensed amount of time. But, you know, I still think the most likely scenario is Nikola Vucevic returning to the Chicago Bulls. And, you know, it's it's weird seeing as many Bulls fans and say, oh, just let Vooch walk. Just let Vooch walk. We do not have the ability to replace Vooch with another starting caliber center at all if we were to let Vooch just walk away. So, I'm, I'm glad that some of you guys aren't GMs. Some of you guys may be glad I'm not a GM. It's fine. It is what it is. We're sports fans. Nobody's ever going to be 100, so it is what it is there. But I think ultimately in looking at where the Chicago Bulls, like heading into this offseason, we've talked about it, don't expect much change from this team uh, unless like some unexpected big move happens, which I'm not quite holding out my hope for um, at all. Like I think the biggest move the Bulls may do is moving into the draft. And I even think that that's going to be more of a of a simple move, which is removing the protections from the Portland pick, getting that New York Knicks pick to get some influx of talent now. And that I'm even kind of you know it's kind of surveying and kind of the little rumblings that I've heard because now I still have no sources, but I have I know some people that got sources now in doing this show, and you know it does seem like from what I'm hearing that even trading now into the end of the first round may not be there because the Bulls just. They're not as enamored by some of the players that would be around that 23rd overall pick. So they may be willing to kick kick the can down the road and um and you know just wait out that Portland pick, maybe use that protections next year, things like that. Um, and ultimately they may be just surveying the the undrafted free agent market, which, you know, they got Justin Lewis in yesterday. I've seen a couple of you guys ask about Justin Lewis. 
Um, so they got they got Justin Lewis in that last. Did I say yesterday? It last season. Um, and so you know, I do think that they are still committed. I think the fact that before the season ended, we saw them sign Justin Lewis to another two day contract, even though he could not play. It was kind of pointless at that point in time. They want to make sure that Justin Lewis is in their system. Now, does that mean that Justin Lewis is going to come in and play a big role for the Chicago Bulls on their actual roster next season? I still think that that's a, there's a little doubt around that. Two-way contract players, you can already only play them a certain amount uh, during the season. And I think ultimately um, it's going to be a year kind of development, watching, seeing how he grows, things like that for Justin Lewis when it comes to the Chicago Bulls. But, hey, I would love to be wrong on that one as well. But I guess ultimately we will see on that. All right. Uh, but with that said, Nikola Vooch ain't going, bro. Like I, I, And that's not to say that I think it's 100% that the Bulls re-sign Nikola Vucevic. I just still think that that's the most – common scenario i think that three-year deal maybe even a three plus one um and i would not be uh surprised if that deal that deal is announced shortly after the start of free agency now if vooch does leave right let's say he does go to the celtics or anywhere else let's be clear it is going to be extremely tough for the chicago bulls to replace and get another starting level center it's going to be extremely hard and you know it it, it it just with the assets that we have. So I think that that's really kind of one of the motivating factors, not the only motivating factor. Vooch is still, he's he's listed as the, the 15th overall top free agent prospect in this free agency, right? And as much as Bulls fans are down on Vooch, Vooch brings a skill set that is rare in the NBA, and he's still one of the top players at his position regardless. So, you know, I'm, I, I hope Vooch is back. I just hope that he's utilized a little bit better and that Billy Donovan actually changes the goddamn offense. But with that said, let's move into the next topic. So it came out yesterday, the Wizards are, are prepared to start working with Bradley Bill and his agent to find a trade destination if, that's the caveat, if it's if they decided to blow it all up. Now you're getting a lot of outlets reporting that, oh, he's going to be moved for sure, he's going to be that. And that probably is the most likely scenario. Once you get to that crossroads of admitting that, it is, but we had actually Brian Windhorse come out on it and saying, do not expect basically uh, Bradley Bill Deal to, to net the, war, the, the Wizards back a lot, saying this, because his contract is not ex- uh, attractive and especially going forward, what it would mean to have a 50 million player on your team that may not be first or second All-NBA type player, um, uh, Windhorse believes that, that he's not going to get even a fraction, saying this, when it comes to the deals that uh, Rudy Gobert and uh, and uh, Donovan Mitchell got back for their team that Jazz last year in moving them says I suspect if he's traded it would be for a fraction of that from Brian Windhorse. Um, ultimately, this is what I'm looking at. Right, the the uh, Bradley Bill being on the move does not surprise me. I think that the the war the the Wizards should have probably looked at that before netting him. But again, that's why teams re-sign players even when they know that, hey, we may be at the end of this. It's because it's assets you're going to get back. Now, are they going to get back a, a lion's share of first-round picks for him? No, probably not. But ultimately, you have teams that can give you something back. And if you're if you're going down the path of going on a, on a rebuild, right, and starting this all over, and ultimately, you know, it's better that they did re-sign him and even sign him to that contract because now you're going to get – they have to match the contract, first of all, right? But on top of that, you have to get assets back. You didn't just ship them off um, for nothing or let them walk away. This is why teams typically do not let players walk away for, for, for nothing. And so when you also look at factoring in what the Wizards have coming up in free agency, Kristaps Przingis, free agent, Kyle Kuzma, free agent, Todd Gibson, free agent, Quentin J- uh, Jackson, restricted free agent, Jay Huff, restricted free agent, right? That the war, the Wizards, I keep saying the Warriors, the Wizards are in a unique position to where they can get off a lot of, of 
money off their books and go naturally into a rebuild on top of all that. So it it, 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 it coming doesn't surprise me as much as it does some people. They also have a top 10 pick in this year's draft, which now they can probably, they may go more upside pick than trying to bring in somebody who kind of fits what they do now. And don't be surprised if also the Wizards get signing trade deals back for at least one of Kyle Kuzma or Kristaps Porzingis, and maybe even both of them if they want to help teams facilitate and more easily sign the players that they may just not have designs on re-signing anyway, right? Get something back in those deals, regardless of even if it is just a couple of second-round picks, that's more assets, more bites at the apple, more things you can include in more deals going forward. And to see the Washington Wizards go into acquisition mode, it's going to be interesting to see. Now, as far as destinations for Bradley Bill, let me be clear here. The Chicago Bulls are not a destination for Bradley. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Bill, there's just stop it. I, I haven't seen too much from Bulls fandom. Thank God. This is one of the times that Bulls fandom is actually a little bit more reasonable than what they are sometimes. It's not happening, right? And I'm glad that it, and it shouldn't happen. Now, when you hear about, like, potentially the, uh, the, the Heat being involved and things like that, they have the contracts that they can get in that also are expiring contracts that the Wizards could be interested in. But ultimately, I'm going to cover that more. But make sure for that you guys actually go over to NBA Central where uh, Steve-O and them have a video already up on uh, top destinations for Bradley Bill. Make sure you guys go and check that out. It'll also be probably the pinned comment in this video as well. So make sure you guys check that out. Go and support NBA Central as we can continue to grow that platform. But all right, let's go ahead and get into it. You guys know we've been doing draft prospects, even though now with the latest intel I have, the Bulls may not even be trading into the Knicks pick. But Potential draft selections lower in the draft for that. And the next one I'm going to bring up is a combo forward in G.G. Jackson. 6'9", 215 pounds, power forward out of South Carolina. He has that wingspan that AK likes. Again, a seven-foot wingspan. Um, running to athleticism out the wazoo, right? Uh, very good. He has size. Um, he, he can play on the perimeter some. Uh, a, a great leaper. Plays with a, with a nice head of momentum if you get out in transition as well, which I want this team to do more, especially with that bench unit and that bench that I projected us to have. Get out in transition. Um, he can get a basket. He can score at all three levels, but I wouldn't necessarily call him a three-level scorer, if that makes sense. He can do some of that. He's aggressive. He isn't shy about putting pressure on the defense. The fact of the matter is he is amazing in the pick-and-roll game. That solid first step and that strength, those broad shoulders that he has, Really good, right? Solid ball handler as well for a forward. Not necessarily anybody that I would say is going to have a point forward type mentality going into the next game. But again, footwork to get into the post, creative there, uh, uses that up and under uh, really well. He's smart about using the basket to kind of protect him from shot blockers as well. He has jumpers, jump hooks as well against, you know, taller players. He has an extremely raw game. He has range that goes out to the NBA three-point line as well. 
just doesn't necessarily hit that at the highest clip. He hasn't been the biggest uh, efficiency player in his career. He shot the ball 38% from field goal, 32% from three-point range, and uh, 42% inside the arc overall. But again, he shows enough aggressive there. His shot um, has a, has a, it's enough there that you think that that shot can come around. Do not be surprised if he ends up working that out and, and, and becoming a pr- pretty decent scorer at the next level in the NBA. Now, I'm not, it, scoring isn't his only thing, though, right? He, he can, he's, can be a solid defender as well. He has, a, he has solid enough court vision at his size to where, you know, he, he, he's not, again, not a point forward enough, but he's going to be able to get some passes in there as well. Uh, matchup problems, if he has the matchup advantage, he's going to use it. Uh, amazing rebounder, right? He, he's, he can get out there and rebound the ball very well. He's active. He follows his shots, something that a lot of players in the NBA don't do nowadays. And ultimately, I like him. I think he's talented enough that if you get that, he can, he can be a high-level role player for you for years to come. One of the biggest issues with him, though, maturity. And that may be what, what gets him out of the Bulls' radar, right? Maturity alone. Super, super, super talented. But that efficiency definitely works some. Sometimes he takes bad shots as well. Doesn't have the highest basketball IQ when it comes to shot making himself. Um, takes shots early in the shot clock. We already have some players that do that as well. So, again, that may keep him from being the bigger fit. And he's turnover prone. Two, almost three turnovers per game. So you want to look out for that. And also, fouls a lot. And we know with the NBA, especially bigs, uh, young bigs, they come in, they foul a lot. So that may be something you want to you want to watch. Help side defense, not necessarily the best either, though he can block some shots. So it, maturity is an issue. I think focus, I think growth as well can help him um, with that. As a, one of the younger players in this draft, he is 18 years old. He does not turn 19 until December 1st. So the upside there would be ridiculous with that age. He, I think, is the youngest player in this draft, if I'm not mistaken. So with that being said, some of those maturity issues, some of those shot selection issues, you hope that with the right proper coaching and development that you can get him uh, to kind of work out of that. Now, he's a power forward by nature. He can play some, some, some three as well. He also has some small ball five ability when you look at just rounding out that game long term. But again, I really like this player. I think he's a great upside. Doesn't necessarily bring the day one skill set that some of the other players like a Dariq Whitehead and other players that we've covered bring. But I ultimately like G.G. Jackson here a lot as well. But that's it. Let me know what you guys think on that draft prospect. Now, we're going to go in the mailbag for a text message that we had. This one comes from the 917. Uh, This comes from Rob. He says, what's going on, Hayes? My name's Rob. I live in New Jersey. I know hearing from a Bulls fans from the tri-state area might sound crazy. But hear me out here, though. Two trades that reshape the roster and isn't impossible, in my opinion. One, trade DeMar for L.A., for Beasley, Vanderbilt, and Bamba. We kind of talked about variations of that deal overall. I like that it gets the Bulls a lot of what they need. We get, we get some more size, we get some shooting, we get some rebounding, and we get defense out on the wing with Jared Vanderbilt as well, who can play three or four. I like Vanderbilt. I've been a big a high on him uh, since last season. I don't hope that the Bulls were going to trade for him instead of the Lakers trading for him, but I like Vanderbilt a lot. Um, we've talked about this deal, though. I don't necessarily know if this, I, I, again, I don't see the Bulls necessarily trading DeMar DeRozan. I think that they should be exploring options, but if that type of deal is available, it'd be hard to pass up. Now, next one up, he says, get Murray, send uh, Atlanta Alex in the 2028 first. Uh, I understand that, and I understand that that's not a terrible move, but that's not going to be enough to match contracts. You still, we will still need about an additional $9 million to max uh, DeJounte Murray's contract with Atlanta, so you're not going to get him just for Alex in the 2028 first. 
It's not gonna. It's gonna take more than that. Um, but he says now. So your roster's now: Murray, Zach Beasley, Vanderbilt, Vooch, Kobe, Io, Dalen, DJJ, Drummond, and Mobamba. You left. Oh, you. Oh, in the Atlanta trade, you did say P. Will and Alice Caruso for Dejounte Murray. I missed the P. Will part of that. Um, I really don't. I, I, that makes it even more. Th- this front office. I'm not saying you guys are wrong, and I, and I don't understand it. But this front office is not trading P. Will <laughs> anytime soon. But he says this. So now your team's younger. The bench is more. Even two guards, two wings, two bigs, and now the oldest uh, things on your roster are Vooch and Lonzo's knees. LOL, sorry, couldn't resist, had to make a joke. Have a good one, bro. I love the YouTube uh, content. I'm always looking forward to daily updates. Thank you for the text message. And I understand what your mindset, as far as the series of deals and how it changes the Bulls, I like it. It's very well thought out. I just, like I said, I think in the reality, this team isn't going to be looking to move P. Will. That DeMar deal would be... One of the perfect DeMar deals if the Bulls do decide to move on from DeMar. And the, the trade for Murray is definitely reasonable for both teams. I just think that this front office isn't necessarily looking to move P. Will and won't anytime soon. But solid deals. Very well thought out. Great email here. Um, uh, over, I mean, email, text message here. I really do appreciate that. And, Rob, keep them coming, man. Keep them coming. I appreciate you guys so much, man. That's today's episode. Make sure you're following the show. At Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for the mailbag episodes on the weekend, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See right if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.